0: All right, we were rudely interrupted by my computer t- uh, cutting off on me, but we were saying, you know, that there's there's a difference now in the the level of integrity and respect and dignity in, in, in these days. And you, you're to me, I'm not surprised. It's almost embarrassing to know that there are grown men our age who don't seem to think that uh, keeping keeping some type of discretion in their life. Is is an honorable thing, you know. It's a courteous thing to make sure that you're being respectful and talking to people a certain way. um Again, years ago, you'd have got slapped in your face, punched in your mouth, got your teeth knocked mm-hmm. out, and a bunch of other things. But now we live in a world where we see that people are doing doing the most on social media or in front of cameras to not get respect or earn respect, but they're using it to be famous and that's not what it's really about you know um i i I come from an era where if you can't talk to me and voice your opinion the next step was you was getting slapped in the mouth
1: 100
0: you know what i mean And, and the last thing that you ever wanted was for an altercation to break out and then we end up uh in a situation where guns or knives are being pulled out and now we li- now we live in an era where that seems to be the thing where, where where guns are getting put out all the time. like these guys are emotionally unstable. They don't have fathers or or big brothers or uncles around to teach them how to actually carry themselves. and and we have to do something to manage that and and protect ourselves as human beings because we're losing the very people that we need to further the next generation. so.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, that being said, you know, it's like they armed with pistols, you know, weaponry. That's how they're taught now to this, you know, disable a situation, to disarm a situation, um, you know, and they're not taught with intellectual tactics, you know what I mean? how to move as a man, how to move with certain principles, how to, you know, navigate through a situation that it doesn't have to go there. They arrive with these, this weaponry on them already. So in nine, anybody know, nine times of 10, if you show up with it on you, there's a good chance you're going to result to using it opposed to not using it. You know what I mean? Because it gives, it gives a level, you know, you have to be a strong man to, not reach for that thing when you know you could have. You know what I mean? It's like most, most when they show up with it on them, that's a, that's an added level of courage they arrive mm-hmm. with. You know what I mean? But it takes a strong man, a thinker, to know in that moment I can blow this boy whole soul out of his body, but that wouldn't be good. But I know whether he know it or not, I know what I can do, and I know I'm covered. If things go a certain way, I know I'm in a good position, you know, to walk out of this thing in the, in, on the upside of it. But I don't have to show my hand first. You know, I don't have to do certain things. I'm just – I prefer it not get to the point where I have to let them know what I had on, on me.
0: As a father, do you go over these things with your son?
1: Oh, <sighs> man. To be honest with you, man, um we've talked before about it. I can't say I go over it with that. I'm gonna be honest, like my son see me in more situations where where I act in a way I didn't want him to see me. You know what I mean? Um, but he happened to see it, so he knows that side of me. You know what I mean, but I definitely you know didn't talk to him about certain things. You know, in 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 terms of that. You know what I mean, but we haven't talked lately about it because you know we haven't had these type of situations or whatever. But yeah, but I try to talk. You know, I try to talk to not just him, but any 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 kid his age. You know what I mean. Just to try to have that 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 conversation that 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 level. You know of even show respect to them, like that you, you know, a lot of people know, you know, show respect to them, just letting, just letting them know they can come to you and talk to you, or you could come to them if, you know, try to school them on something, but in such a respectable way, you know, you're trying to prevent, a preventative way than that you're talking down on, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and I only ask not to, <clears throat> not to, not to, Mm. Be in the, your personal business or anything, mm-hmm. but I, as men, there are things, there are conversations that need to be had with the younger mm-hmm. generation to let them know, hey, this is how you carry yourself, and at any point you don't feel comfortable with, with what someone's saying to you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is how you go about resolving it before you mm-hmm. fly off the handle, because once you fly off the handle, you can't take that back.
1: Right. And he had, I think he had a situation in school, like music school, a couple of years ago. That I found out about, it and I spoke with him about it, you know, and um, we had a talk or whatever. But it was more so the way it was handled, you know. I also, had to let him know you you had it this way too. If you know this, didn't, when you handle it this way, this was this not well, this was not the talking him down talk. You know what I mean? This is like no, nah, this is the way you handle it. Somebody, you know, approach you. Or whatever and think they on some bully type stuff or whatever. No, you handle it like this, you know. But I'm gonna give you all parts of that. But when I know it's time for you to have to talk about how you have to carry yourself and defend yourself, then that's that talk. And that was that talk then like right? now this all this all defense right here. You know, that's what it was.
0: Yeah, I think we were saying earlier, uh I know for myself, One, I'm going to have a conversation with you, all right? I I need to have a conversation. Through my conversation with you, I will understand where you are and what needs to be said. Mm -hmm. If I can't get through to you through a conversation, I will stop talking to you, Mm -hmm. and I will avoid you. Me avoiding you is not because I'm scared of you. Mm -hmm. I'm a a bitch punk or anything like Mm -hmm. that. I am staying out your way to avoid what's about to happen to you next.
1: 100%.
0: Step two is me slapping you in the face, which is is, is saying that I don't have no respect for you because I want to see what you're going to do next. And usually in those situations,
1: the guy doesn't do nothing. Right. And if you do decide to do something, then I know that there's there's level and there's tears to where this thing about to go with me. Like, it ain't just going to stay at this level. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. <laughs> there's, there's octaves. After this yeah. thing. after that slap, there's a A B C D E
0: F mm-hmm. G all the way to Z. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of guys, listen, some of you, some of the people out here, man, you all are so blessed because you never had an actual confrontation. Not because you, someone was scared of you, but they were saving you from what was going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is, is is the issue where it goes totally south, and I feel like I need to go all out. And the last thing you want is for a phone call or a, uh, or a conversation to be had on the phone on a, on the behest of mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. to deal with something like that, which rarely ever happens, and I, I'll I'll never ever do that. All
1: right. All right, you lose so much, man. It's just the whole situation as a whole in totality, is a loss on all fronts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And no matter who's right or wrong, it's, 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 it could be a tragedy, you know, a travesty for everybody. You know, because there's also extensions that's connected to you and that person that has to also feel and endure, you know, what came from this. Yeah. And, and, and you know, imagine me not, you know, being locked up somewhere or losing my life, and then my son has to deal with that.
0: Yeah, you know, I, he, my yeah. My
1: brothers, my girl, my, you know, all that type of stuff. So you know, but even then, you know, you take one of their lives, and or they end up in jail. Their parents, and loved ones, have to deal with that. It's never good. You know what I mean? So we don't want it to get ever to get to those situations. But you no. know,
0: but I, in
1: I, life, they do sometimes.
0: What my what. My auntie used to say, and my uncles and all of them used to say, it, it, it still rings true to this day, God looks out for babies and fools too.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really know. You have no idea who you're talking to.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: You have no idea. Earlier, I made the statement, I will beat you over the head with a brick to a break. Yep. The other one is I'll smash your ears together.
1: That's-
0: And these aren't just sayings for the hell of it.
1: Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
0: These words mean something. And a lot of times I talk to to a big brother of mine in situations where he's had to step back. Well, I had to tell him to step back. And the realization when you hear the other people mouthing off and talking and they're running their mouth, it's like, you have no idea the lengths and depths he's willing to go through to hurt you, mm-hmm. but he's only listening to a calmer, cooler collective head. Mm-hmm. Man, some people are so so are so ignorant in the fact that they don't know what, what Tupac said: "Death is death's around the corner."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they they don't understand the level of danger that they're actually in. Yeah.
1: It's like even with me, man. It's like you know, sometimes you can get so into self, knowing what you would do, that you stop even thinking about, or you don't care about what the next person you could do. You know, it's like sometimes we like when people approach situations it's always they're thinking and acting out from their own uh, their own thoughts, and they just so well, I'm gonna do this to them, I'm gonna do that. Oh, um, you you doing that, what you think the other person gonna be doing? Why are you doing that? You think, you know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you think the other person gonna be doing while you doing that to them? You think it's just gonna be standing there taking it? Right. So me personally, you know, even the way I know how I feel, I also think like, yo, you know, it's just ain't gonna go exactly the way I'm, I'm you you a fool when you think that something is gonna go exactly where you see it all the time, and somebody else ain't gonna have a reaction. Difference between me though, I'm 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 prepared for whatever their reaction is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like no matter which way it go, I'm prepared for it. I'm ready. I'm willing to go as far as they're willing to go. I'm actually willing to go far. And the thing about
0: reacting that I don't think people get is that here's here's the thing about reaction. You slap me and I break your jaw. That's my reaction. Mm-hmm. You hit me and I'll throw a chair at you. That's my reaction.
1: It ain't, it ain't a slap back. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't that. It ain't a you push me and push me. It ain't that. It's always. We're not doing that. going to level up. You know what I mean? And I tell people all the time, it's like, you know. A lot of arguments, I mean, fights don't just start with fights. Fights just don't break out with fights. It's something that led up to that. So even in general conversation, whether you're talking to someone or you're in a re- even in a relationship for that matter, because a lot of domestic violence situations end up, you know, deriving from those type of things. And, you know, know who you're dealing with, because, you know, I tell a person man like, you know, you date, even with women or just sometimes say women and even in a domestic situation, you know, it's like, a woman will get so comfortable with talking to you or something and expect you to be the man and take it. Or, you know what, don't have no feelings or don't, cause you the man, you supposed to let me. Nah, and I have to tell people like, as soon as you raise your hand at them or as soon as you make like get fed up and just like, yo, I show you cause you think oh, you're putting your hand on, you're going to do this, or you just, no, nah, it ain't that. I just need you to know fights don't start with fights. Mm-mm. Fights start with people saying the most disrespectful stuff to each other. And in that moment, don't realize that, and you think that you're in a, um, a back and forth in verbal engagement of disrespect, and it's going to keep going like that. And it's not. No. It's not going to keep going like that. And especially not with me. I don't do the back and forth verbal disrespect. No, sir. And I tell people, it don't start. Fights don't start with fights. It starts with disrespect first. But when they tell them, get a story. Oh, that person hit me. Or they No, how did y'all get there? And that person was telling you, Yo, chill out with that. Did you stop or did you keep going?
0: And the thing about that is. You know, Jim, I think you and I know this, and me and Six talked about this before. We we had a discussion. A lot of the people that's running their mouth can't fight. Yeah. No. A Good percentage of them that's running their mouth can't fight. Yeah. And again, for anybody that's listening, once you once we get past the level of talking and all the yelling and all that stuff, remember there is no timeout. Mm-hmm. There is no, oh, I was just playing. We done. We go, We we gonna be done
1: with all. We gonna, we gonna be done with all that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I just like I said. I just want the David message. I just said. I just want people to know whether you're in a relationship, you're a friend, or whatever. Out in the street or whatever. No when to st- scale back and calm yourself down in, in these discussions, these verbal exchanges, because you don't know the level or the temperament or restraint that another person has, it might not be as, 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 as long as yours. Sure. My view is way short. And my tolerance may be way short in terms of that verbal, you know, exchange. And I'm going to want to fight. I'm going to want in a minute, I'm going to want to, you know, my way of hurting you with these words hurt me, are they going back and forth with these words? And Now, nah, you know what, there's always going to be a one up. And that's where our fights come. So one person has to one up the next. And, and, and I don't think they get that.
0: that. I don't think people, certain individuals, I don't think they get that. Uh, you don't. I don't get. I don't think they get that. Oh, you get. You, you know, you you can't deal with words. Okay. Okay. Sure. It ain't words after a certain point.
1: If it was words all the time, we would never get to a fight. If it's just words. And wars wouldn't, wars words, wouldn't
0: happen if it was just words. Yeah.
1: If it's just words, it's like, we know nothing gonna come out of it but words. So if you knew the consequences of your actions of verbally abusing somebody attacking them, and you knew that there wasn't gonna be, the consequences you had to face would be nothing but words back at you, you can do that all day. You know I and mean? you, you can we can exchange these all day because we know ain't none of this gonna happen, none of none gonna come from. It. When you know something else gonna come from it, man, you think twice. You know what I mean? You think twice. It's like I, I'm, I'm big on that. Fights don't just occur. Mm-mm. Some led up to that, and people don't want to be accountable. What led up to it? We just and that's that's talk the,
0: about the fight. That's the other thing, right? Accountability. And responsible for the things you say and the things that you do, and a lot mm-hmm. of people don't have that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They what they'll do is they'll tell you that someone well, it was that person's fault for doing that, this, that, and the mm-hmm. third, but it ain't their fault once they start slapping you in the face, or they knock your teeth out.
1: No, some people love to, you know, they 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 they, they got swarps coming out of their mouth. They cut deep. They, they like then they know that, and ain't they, they just like exercise that thing and. I can be the most verbally, I can come right back at you with the verbal stuff, but at the same time, I have a breaking point with the verbal, the verbal thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, before we get keep treading over into this, let, let's stop this.
0: Yeah, I'm going to stop because I, I, I'm i not going to keep doing that because there's only so many things that I can say once you start, especially once you start crossing over to insulting family and friends and and... and mm-hmm and love ones, ones and things like that. Then that's when I started drawing back and go, oh, you you don't have no respect for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can't let a person constantly get away with that type of uh, activity, man, because they abuse it. You know, they think that, you know, they could just do it mm-hmm. and this and that, because it ain't gonna ever get to nothing. It ain't gonna, it ain't, and sometimes you have to show them, sometimes, yeah, it, it will get to this.
0: Oh, yeah, and, and but you know, somebody, I think some of these people will probably bully, some of these people are probably bullied. you know, that's what we get. I think that's what we're getting part of this cancel culture from, from groups of people who were probably either bullied or they didn't have the social skills that it took to actually be outside and be around people and be around girls and be around boys and things like that. So they found themselves a platform now to be on social media and making up all this cancel culture and things like that. Or now that they had the opportunity, they're, they're full grown now and They they feel like just, being verbal is is a way to to you know make their mark, but you know just be all, all we're saying really in general for everybody that's listening, just be careful because you know words have limits, just mm-hmm. like everything else do.
1: That's that's just like you know, and I didn't want to like speak on this because you know it's just to me overly just saturated and just tired, just but even let's say the recent events of the Will and Jacob situation, Chris Rock situation, right? What happened, you know, I've seen so many perspectives on, it. you know what I mean? And, and, but it was a lot, if nothing else, it was a lot of disrespect displayed, you know, that caused that thing to happen, you know? And, um, First people, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's, it's crazy that so many people divided on that situation. And I get it, you know, some people see, when I mean, you're not willing to pull back the layers on things and you just take shit for face value, or you see it at the surface, you're going to automatically make your assumption of what it looks like and it appears to you. Mm-hmm. And it appears to a lot of people that, you know, he disrespected that man wife. You know what I mean. I and didn't feel that way, and but he, and he he did this, and you don't let somebody disrespect your wife and this and that. And you 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 punk, you, you the punks that wouldn't do this and that. If your wife got disrespected, those are the ones saying this, and it's like it was so divided. But the reality, I think, is is that you know it wasn't about that man protecting his wife. It wasn't never about him protecting his wife. It was a whole deeper issue that, you know, before they they arrived with an energy they brought into that uh, that place. And when Chris Rock said what he said, you know, people could say, "Is he wrong? Is he this and that?" He cracked a joke back in 2016. Is he poking fun? You making Jade the butt of the joke? This and that. He's a comedian. This shit happens all the time.
0: They do roasts, they do all this for presidents and everybody else.
1: He didn't say a joke that was so detrimental that warrant what happened that night. He didn't, he's not talking about a person who's currently in there, uh, battling cancer, and that's the reason why, going through chemo, that's the reason why she's lost her hair. That wasn't one of them jokes that was so insensitive when you crossed the line. You know what I mean? Then you're talking about a woman before saying she had alopecia, a condition or whatever. We've known Jada for over 20-plus years rocking a low haircut. What's the difference now? Nothing. You're one of the ones that spearheaded that. You know? So what we were dealing with was a display of what goes on in their household and then in their life on a regular basis. And what happened when you first seen that when he said that joke? First thing you seen was we'll laugh. Uncontrollable. How is it funny? How is it funny? One second, then the next second is not funny, but then oh, he seen he still was funny to sings his wife uh, expression. What? So now immediately. It ain't funny. I clam up and I go up here and smack this man. And I walk off comfortably and this and that. And c- keep her name out of your Listen, you look like a clown doing that, for one. Yeah. For two...
0: There's a lot of layers to that.
1: It's a lot of layers. And people layers. Don't realize, yo, that was another moment when, when, when they don't realize what that look was that she gave him. That look wasn't she was fucking pissed off about the joke or whatever. She was hurt by the joke. She wasn't hurt by that joke. She was hurt. She was pissed off the fact that you laughed at it, man. First, you lay like, thought it was funny. And she was pissed off that she at that moment she looked around and she was like, hmm. Now I know this control I have over this new you gonna, you're gonna. You're going to let this man make a joke about me?
0: I feel unprotected. What are I you going gonna to
1: do? You're going to let him do it in front of all this people? You're going to let him? So now it's another moment to challenge his manhood. Mm-hmm. To make him um, stand up and, 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 and challenge his manhood. And he knew what that look was. Because you go through it so much at the crib. But she's emasculating you at every opportunity she gets publicly at the crib or whatever, red table, she does it every single time. Every so time she, he has
0: a high, she does yeah, that.
1: she brings him up. So on the night, you're supposed to be getting Arnold for your film career, especially after what you went through in your career, if one of your first films, there was a six degrees of separation, you, you, you know, in a compromising position in terms of, you, 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 you know, another man, then you're going, you know, all these things you went through to get to this point, you finally get here. And this is how she's sending you off. Then protect you not one time throughout the whole situation, then run and stop you and say, don't do that, Will, don't do this. She sat back and watched you make a fool of yourself yet again. Mm. And when they re-showed the angles, she was laughing when you did. She was sitting there laughing when you did. And when Chris Rock said, oh, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. She was busting up laughing. How was she hurt, bro? There was no
0: hurt. There was no hurt in that at all. Never. At all.
1: She takes joy in emasculating you, making you look feminine. Embarrassing you. Embarrassing you every chance to let the world know you're not the man for her. This is a whole shamble. There's recent video surface um, from the past where she said, I never wanted to be married to him. I never wanted this. It's so many videos showing her, this girl is embarrassing you. But at the same time, in that video, you it shows you're doing things to try to um, make her the proudest woman in the world.
0: You know what I mean? Kid, I saw the one about the 40th birthday where he went yeah, the all
1: out. joint or something oh, like
0: that. Yeah, for, I think it was a 40th. She was turned. She was 37, but he was working up. He was working. He was working on getting it done for her 40th mm-hmm. uh, birthday. Yeah. And he did, he had everything picked out the DJ and all mm-hmm. this the orchestra, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And she said, when it happened, she said, You did this for your ego.
1: Mm-hmm. And all he wanted to do was try to make her happy every time. But then you also the same one that publicly have, you know, this whole entanglement thing and, you know, and then when y'all sit together, you come to the red table. You got this man to the point where y'all bumping fists, um, fists bumping each other, saying, "Yeah, we're probably with a bad, with a bad marriage club or something." Just make him more of a mockery and a fool to this guy. And
0: Will Smith has tried so hard to make that marriage work. And I'm not saying he's not guilty of. Uh,
1: he's he, he's 100. We know. I'm sure he done
0: done some bad stuff, but,
1: some but, going on,
0: yeah, you know? but she has to have something on him or he has to be a fool and in I love.
1: Said I said that because she, the way she does it is so, mm. you know, you sit back and you're like, yo, that's an evil person, man. Evil. That's nothing but evil, you know, going through this girl to, to, to do that. You don't even protect this man. You're allowed your daughter to disrespect him. You know, you've allowed yourself to just from your situation disrespect him. And then pictures with a whole, the guy you have a, this, this situation with, and he's looking like with your kids, with this man's kids. Like, oh, man. your
0: son's friend is screwing your mom.
1: You see what I'm saying? And it's like a whole understanding, because we do ain't out the clear, but it's a whole understanding that he has as well with them. But she's like, Never had no respect for him for allowing it to happen. Once you allow something to happen now, she's going to keep going because it's like, yo, I don't respect you.
0: You know, growing up, Jim, we were told, and I'm not speaking on her, but I'm just saying growing up, we were told to avoid women like that. Mm -hmm. They said you could never keep a woman like that happy and she would destroy you if you kept her around.
1: And that's what she's doing because we'll allow her to let her um, know her power early off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Early off. And she repeatedly got away with treating him a certain way. So he trained her how to treat him by what he accepted from her. You know what I mean? And she's so narcissistic. She's so wicked. You just sit back and you can see it, bro. It's never to stand up in this man's defense no and I,
0: I, I, really wanna, I really don't want to i really don't want to speak on, on it but to mm-hmm. you know I, I i just hate what i saw it's something that someone asked me bro would you have done that and i said no i i wouldn't i wouldn't have done that i would have easily just sent text sent a text message to chris rock hey the wife ain't feeling good She dealing with alopecia be easy take me as a sacrificial lamb put all the jokes on me don't 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 do no don't do any jokes on her. Put mm-hmm. all the jokes on me because I can deal with that. It's it's mm-hmm. cool. I mm-hmm. I'll take the brunt of the jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had that conversation and then when he got on stage, he he reneged on what it on his word was doing that. I, I can't either because from what I from what I heard, Chris Rock said that he didn't know about the alopecia or whatever it was. I don't know. Uh uh I just didn't like the way it all played out.
1: This Chris Rock, bro. This is a comedic gene. We don't think he could have gone way harder than G.I. Jane joke if he really wanted to get at Jada.
0: We could have been way more disrespectful. You see what I'm saying? Even after Will said, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, my name ain't the only thing you got to keep out of mouth.
1: Like he really could have went there. You was wide open at that point. You see what I'm saying? So you don't think he, he could have went harder than that? That was, light, that was a light tap. That was, that was a tap. You see what I'm saying? That was, was a nothing disrespectful tap. about that. No, it but wasn't. Was more, she knew like, oh, nigga, you laughing at this? You cracking up? You that look, and I'm going to now put you on the spot. Let me see how you're going to handle this. Because if you don't handle it the way you, you, you I think you should, you got to deal with me at the crib.
0: I don't feel protected. Tupac mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that.
1: All you. know what I mean?
0: Man, let me say this, and I, I want to get off of it because mm-hmm. I, I hate the whole situation and how it transpired. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Will Smith is a very great person. I've heard nothing but great things about him. We all have our faults as men and as women, human beings on this earth, but I've heard nothing but good things about Will Smith. Um, this is a man who doesn't need much to succeed will will smith has been a blueprint for us for years as far as success goes in the entertainment industry he's been a very dynamic skillful person um he's someone to salute but i think he really needs to reevaluate his life and i i I think that he's so intertwined with that situation that there is something that she's holding over his head or he's just caught in the web and he can't get out. And I don't know what it is. So mm-hmm. it's not on it's none of my business to really speak on and I should stay out of it. But the way that transpired was such a bad look. Um mm-hmm. salute to Will Packer, salute to Samuel Jackson, um, and any uh, anyone else that who uh, whose moment was was mired and, and and scarred by by the way that whole situation
1: you know, just diminished or just like Became minute, you know, and and, and also salute to, you know, Chris Rock for showing you how to take a second and think in the moment where you have every opportunity to act up. I had to think, and that was the most gangster shit I've ever seen, is how he moved in that situation. Because sometimes people think, you know, I just, I just, I, I mean, personally, he definitely could have walked up there and just slapped me, you know? The way Chris Rock handled that was the most gangster and shit ever. To even keep standing up there, continuing on with the ceremony in front of all these people, in front of national TV, you know? I, I, I salute him for it, um, you know, um, I don't think he was looking to get nothing out of it because now it's like, you know, he ain't going to talk until you get paid and this and that. No, now you just, you know, you know what the situation is. You, yeah. You, 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 don't let, get paid off of it. You know what I mean? You don't let nobody just keep making you laughing and all this because of something that no, you get paid off of it. But the way he handled it was, was stellar. And it showed, cause it really could have showed us in a, a further light than what we would do.
0: Yeah, and we salute to Chris Rock again, like you said, because 100%. Chris Rock had, he had to he had to deal with trauma growing up as a young man because he got beat up and he got jumped on a lot.
1: 100%. 100%. But, you know, he could have sent that situation up a certain way too, you know what I mean? And he did it, he handled it, he showed us the way you handled it in public, and I'm glad he did. But, yeah, that situation is what it is. I only brought that up to just say, you know, like, when you, you know, these, these, these situations, you got to watch how you treat people, even with the Jada situation in terms of wealth, because everybody has a breaking point. You know what I mean? Everybody has a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And after so long, you know, what we also watched was that man do something that was uncharacteristic, you know, uncharac- like, not him. And he did something under the scrutiny and the pressure of somebody he loved and cared for. He did that. You see how quick how you laugh at one second and the next next second slapping somebody about the same issue. You laughed about the same issue and you slapped them about it. You had two different extremes of where you went.
0: As, as my help me, as my partner, your job is to make sure that I don't do that. Yeah. Because I can do it later. I can catch him later. Yeah. We, got, we got plenty of time later.
1: And, and on my biggest night
0: yes yes but again that's typical of that situation from that, those two right yeah so again for anybody's listening, i i, I want to say this because we're still on it there are lots of layers to that whole situation there are lots of layers uh, mm-hmm. here's the other layer that we're not we're not we're not mentioning that we need to say say this because we're here all right um besides being respectful and disrespectful because that ties into this But the other layer is that comedians have been under attack for under attack for the last seven to 10 years. Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, um, and a couple other comedians have been under attack for the last seven to 10 years. And this was another attack. So now when you look at this, where does this put comedians? Does this put them on, put them on stage to be attacked more? Or do they now strike back and start saying, yo, I'm, I'm not letting nobody do anything anymore. Like, I'm going hard every time, you know. Like it, it's just so many layers to this whole situation. We 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 seen uh, a, a unstable man d- just wild out and do something that he's just not known for. Like that was that's nefarious. We've never seen Will. We never seen Will do that. And then on the other side, ha- is he fed up now? Is he just fed up and he's just, just gonna just be out here like this? Like we you
1: watch the conflicted. man. That's what you watch. You watch this conflicted man. man. Try to get up and be uh, righteous as possible and put the right energy out, you know. But you're also watching a man that has become the butt of so many jokes, mm-hmm. and what the jokes are about is not good. You're talking about an entanglement and this and that, like that. Those are not good. We're talking about a kid, a girl child's mother your wife caught up in a sexual affair with your son's friend and not just any friend a well-known RB singer himself at one point so it's like you 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 become the butt of these jokes for the last few years you see That's what I'm true. saying and then you get out in public and Something like that. It happens you laugh and it was funny. Then she give you that look. That ain't the first time you seen that look. You know what that look mean. So now you got to defend her honor. You have to do this and that. You have to do this and that. You know what I mean? And all the time all you're doing is she's just sitting back. You see what I'm saying? And just super just reading the room and everything. Just sitting back saying what he's going to do. And you knowing how this is going to turn out. And at the end of it, she always tries to sit there like she's this perfect little princess or this 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 uh, victim, and you always make him look like the fool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like fools. So you to bring it home, it's just like with that. It's just like, man, know who you dealing with.
0: Man, yeah. Will Smith, you don't need that. It ain't like you living off of a uh, uh, set it off money.
1: Never. Never, man. So paid. You know what I mean? But it ain't enough. This money. man
0: tried to put 100, 200 million into the 76ers
1: franchise. There's not enough money could, that could, that could, like. You don't need that shit, bro. The fuck yeah, out of it's, there. There's not enough money that you can have that, you know, you love somebody. Or, no, man, listen. Like said, the other side of it, somebody, because I, I said this from jump when I was uh, looking at the situation, I said, yeah, it's a good chance Shorty got some real heavy dirt on this. You man. got to have something. It's a chance for him to keep, you know, going out the way he going out.
0: Man, straight sucker.
1: It's something she got on him.
0: Well, who knows? You know what I mean? You got to have something. You got to listen. Even then, I would be like, man, let let the world know. Let the world know. I don't even care at this point. I got more money than you anyway. So you've been living off me for the last, what, 15, 20 years? It is what it is, man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all about mostly the levels of respect that exist. Um, A lot of us have... Tolerance, which is, is a is is part of the the respect factor. And I know I have learned to have more tolerance in the last five to seven to ten years of my life dealing with people. I realize now that you know there is a thing called grace and mercy when you're dealing with human beings. Um if I really wanted to treat people the way that I felt like treating them, a lot of people would be missing teeth. Mm-hmm or a nose would be broke or something like that but we but we have to have an understanding that violence does all doesn't always solve everything but on a certain level you can't just go around disrespecting people just because you feel like your mouth works you have a tongue and a brain that's connected and you can just say whatever you want you can't
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can't i know people that are more wild crazy and unhinged than me Mm -hmm. and and they they let people get away with stuff all the time and when I talk to them they go hey you know what type of person I am right and I go yeah and they tell me they say do you think that they can dish out what I give them do you think they can take what I dish out and give it back to me and I go no they can't he said so it's just at some point you gotta just learn to let people just live just let them live just let just let them make it through the day
1: Mm-hmm. it's it's almost like you know space I'm in mean, you know I've been in for a minute. it's almost like that Mike Tyson space right now mm-hmm. you know where you know you know what Mike was about mm-hmm. you know, this man is known for that you know what I mean if you look at Mike now. years later so people when you hear him talking now, you don't even know he even encompassed this much the level of wisdom that he had so all you know about him is knocking things out and fighting, you know what I mean, just savage, you know what I mean? But he wants right now for you to, like, know him as the real Mike Tyson, like, not the boxer, but the human being, the one that's in a place where <clears> he <throat> invented so much and he just want to live in peace right now. He want to, um, you know... Just put, put this this energy, this positive energy, out there to anybody he can talk to. You know what I mean? He gets uh,
0: to show you the other layers of him now, instead of the guy that was vicious and, and yeah. brutal in the ring.
1: But don't get it twisted for one second. Mm-mm. But this man still won't knock you out if you get a, if you get out of pocket in a way that he feels you got too out of pocket. And he ain't willing to calm himself down. Don't get it twisted that because he, oh, he's still incapable of it.
0: No, it's there. It's there. I was listening to yeah. an interview. I was listening to one of his interviews on a, on his uh, podcast. And it's the same thing I said to someone. They said, is it, do you struggle with it? And he said, it's a struggle every day to deal with the fact that people think that they can just be disrespectful whenever they want to. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Because he know what it is, man. He know at any moment what he can go into. But he also has reached a level of intellect and peace within himself to you know that. He's too old for another Mitch Green situation.
0: Yeah. But I think, again, it goes also to that grace and mercy package yeah. that that, that yeah. comes with it, and too.
1: just popping off for no reason and they just want to challenge you. They want to, like, they, they, they feel like they want to test you. They want to you're not who you were, used to be. You're not this and then, you know. And you he's at the point where you know, he, he's too old to like, I have to show you I am the same. But if you keep pushing certain buttons, you're gonna get it.
0: And, then, and and I think it's not just a. Mm-hmm. I'm too old to show you, it's the if I do show you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you won't be able to take what comes next.
1: Oh, you yeah. won't. And and I know you want me to lose everything. You want me to you want more than anything you want me to lose i'm in a good space right now man. Yep. Like, yes sir. You know I, mean? I got kids i got this i got the wife and all that like you want me to lose everything and i can't risk that i can't run the risk but if i do you better be prepared with what come with that
0: mm-hmm. and i think that was the other thing that I, I i learned in this this journey over the last few years I'm not going to sink to the level that everyone else is and allow you to have a win that you shouldn't have.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you do something crazy, you know what? If you do something crazy, you can't change if the next trip after that next placement that you're going to be, you know, that you're going to have will be in a graveyard or in jail. You can't change that. This is done.
0: And Jim, the other realization is that a lot of the people that's talking too much around running their damn mouth, they don't have the capability to, to go the direction or the lengths and the depths that I'm willing to go or that you're willing to go.
1: Well, you know, I know they don't. You know what I mean? Or if they do, are they willing to? You know what I mean? Because that's, let me say something. That's I explain to people all the time, right? In life, no one is tougher than the next person. What it always come down to is who's willing to go further than the next person. You see know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like people, you know, people have these, 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 uh, they have these, these things where, you know, these reputations for being this or being that, and this and that. And most bullies have a reputation because what they've been able to get away with and nobody's challenged them on. Nobody's willing to go as far as they But you take, it took like a situation, I, seven, eight, probably 10 years ago at the moment, where Sheldon sure, Knight was one of the biggest bullies of all time. Had people terrorized. And there's a nigga, you know, half his size almost. Knocked him clean now. Why? Because Shorty wasn't scared of him. And Shorty knew yo, you, you, you keep playing this tough role because you've been able to get away with it with people.
0: But I see you.
1: But I really see who you are.
0: I see you. Jim, Jim, that's the
1: other thing. I don't think people realize, like, yo, I see you. Yeah, I see you. Nigga ain't tapped your chin yet. Nigga ain't challenged you yet. And Nigga, I seen you in combat, and I seen all you have to do is be present and act tough and nigga retreat. I'm not that guy. You're going to have to prove to me. True. And he tapped him on his chin, was big 300 pound mark laying now, asleep. No one's never seen that. But no one never seen you because nobody ever went to the stand to challenge him. Now, after that, nobody wants to get a no more. It was almost like when Craig knocked out Debo. D- D- you know what I mean? But if you show up and you play the big bully all the time, niggas run every time you, you present, that's just constantly feeding that ego that you don't, you know what I mean? And, and, and the months. other thing
0: about that is, is is if if they're moving out your way because of fear, fear has a has a unique way, a strange way of bouncing back in, in your face.
1: People people don't realize that the depth of danger um, comes with when somebody's truly scared of you man when they truly scared of you and you pushed them in a place where they life is just at risk at this point in that moment something's gonna come out of that person that you don't expect because yeah. what you was expecting is the same thing that you got every time you tried to bully they retreated they were scared but everybody has a breaking point they really feel like you're gonna like take that life off do you feel gonna They'll do some shit in defense of themselves that they really didn't want to do. But they'll, they'll take your life. Yeah, but they backwards against the wall. At this
0: point. Yeah, they back backwards against the wall. They felt pressed.
1: The You'll you, you make somebody have to do
0: something. Yeah, I was watching a documentary about uh, venomous snakes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and it, the guy was talking. He was saying how most snakes will avoid encounters with people if they can they usually stay out there he says certain breeds of snakes are just naturally just dis- just naturally aggressive yeah, but he was yeah. saying that most snakes would like to avoid being in a, in a way of human beings or anybody else unless they're out trying to find a sip of water somewhere to sunbathe or whatever get in the shade or where or, or they're trying to eat and he was playing he was bothering a rattlesnake and as of course the rattlesnake does what he rattles to let you know where you are hey i'm in an area and you're mm-hmm. too close. Mm-hmm. He said, but if you watch the Rattlesnake, it doesn't bother you. It gives you a signal to let you know that you're yeah. too close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is your last and final warning. Mm-hmm.
1: You're ready for that type of, you know, that type of, he knows type of things, those type of lessons, you know what I mean? And, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I just, you know, I hope, you know, people could just really start taking in, 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 in different ways of how they move, you know, in terms of just like, quit underestimating people, quit overestimating yourself, you know, and just know that it's cool sometimes not to be the toughest guy to be this and that. Sometimes it's just cool, it's gangster when you can literally work a situation of misunderstanding out, And it doesn't have to go to guns and fighting and all that. You know This African
0: that. This African guy I used to work with, his name was Michael Ogumafun. I think it's from Nigeria. And I got into a situation where around him, I was ready to kind of like show somebody how upset I was. Mm-hmm. And he tapped me and he said, look me right in my eyes. I was like, what, man? Like, you see what I'm about to do? He said, just he said, listen to me very carefully. He said, empty barrels make the loudest noise. Mm-hmm. He said, repeat it with me.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: I'm not repeating that shit. He said, repeat it with me. Yeah. He said, empty barrels make the loudest noise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, you get it? And I repeated it again. I said, empty barrels make the loudest noise. And then I turned around and looked at the person who he was talking about. I was like, all right.
1: If he can scare you off with just flashing a gun, you're good. You can scare you off. They, they don't got nothing in the chamber. Absolutely not. But a bunch of talk. Just talk. You see what I'm saying? Most, most people get stuck up with, with, with empty barrels. You see what I'm saying? Most people get stuck up in, in with empty barrels because you're more scared of the possibility of what's in the gun than actually what's in it.
0: Yeah, or the person that's
1: holding it. Or the person that's holding it. You're just looking at the presentation of, oh, this could actually take my life. And they know the person that's holding them, they ain't got shit in there. They ain't come to take your life or nothing. They just want you to be scared and give up what they came for.
0: Bluffing. And when he, when he told me that after I calmed down, we went, I think we went to lunch after that. And he said, You never have to react. He said, You don't have to. He said, Don't give everybody a reaction. Mm-hmm. He said, Why give people a reaction that takes you out of yourself? He said, You know what you're capable of. That person's just talking. Can't you just hear it? They talk more than they do any, any action. They're not involved in anything. Mm-hmm. And that stuck with me for a very long time. And, I, and I've been living by that. Empty barrels make a, make the loudest noise. People can talk a whole lot, but they blow out a lot of hot air too.
1: Mm. No, I'm I'm heavy into that, like you know that type of wisdom, those type of proverbs, you know, those type of codes because they they are very short and concise, but they're very profound. Mm. You know what I mean, they carry so much weight and validity, you know, and it's like something as short as that just make you change your whole pers- you know perspective whole
0: change perspective. change
1: mind jim mm-hmm.
0: jim I, I I kid you not that's one of the things that brought my temper down and mm-hmm. and, and the way I deal with people mm-hmm. it was like just and, and it made me just pay attention to the things that people say and how they say it mm-hmm. and you just go and you and from there you just proceed mm-hmm. empty barrels make the loudest noise never forgot it Never forgot
1: it. That's no different than the classic you know, old saying hurt dogs holler. You know what I mean? It's these little saying hurt dogs holler. You know what I mean? And you have to be going to delve into breaking that down and see what did that old timer mean by it? You know, hurt dogs holler. And that says a lot. You know what it is? It's like you start moving different. Like it says so much. You know what I mean. People going, people. You know that's that's wrong. People that's that's not in wrong. Or, or they're gonna they're gonna let you, know.
0: you mm-hmm. know.
1: Just listen. You know what I mean. They make the most noise. They make the most noise. You know what hurt, I mean.
0: Hurt people. Hurt
1: people. Yeah. Yeah. All that. All that. You know. And it's and it's, it's it's nothing but truth in it. You know what I mean. But. Yeah man, I'm 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 like I said, I'm I'm in, the, um, like I'm, in a, I'm in a good space, man. I'm trying to do some things, you know, relaunch, rebrand, redo, you know, and just and just get myself in a space of just constant evolution.
0: Can you speak on the uh, relaunch Do so you know when that's gonna take place?
1: Yeah, I got an idea of uh, you know, uh, kind of a date I was, you know thinking sometime maybe, but I might even, I might just, I might, I might just kick off the summer. you know, I'm on a rush now. And I might kick the summer off, um, early June, you know, just kick the summer off in a good way. Um, okay. but then, like I say, rebranding, um, <clears throat> out with the old and with the new, um, and just, just, Want to bring the people something different from me, you know what I mean? Uh Me, one hundred percent, you know what I mean. Nothing attached, none from that used to be attached to me. Just me, one hundred percent. You know, what I'm what gonna mean? have to
0: get a couple of those trucker hats, man.
1: Man, listen, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm um, definitely want to present the truckers, Um, but I also got like a lot of. Different the clothing now is, is different. I'm not just a t jacket. I mean t hoodie, jogger guy. You know you know what I mean is is I'm, I'm doing a lot of cutting sewing. Now. I'm doing a lot of manufacturing from, from 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 scratch. A lot of design, you know, and and, and sending sketches over to get them produced and stuff like that. So I want to give the people some different. Uh, um, be more of a boutique this time boutique feel um like i told you i even that's crazy like you know i have an interview i don't know if you did i want to say you did it when my first interviews or uh, somebody else asked me you know jim if you ever open up would you open up another one of these like, the former um I had, yeah, the concept would you open up one? line not to that set you know not really. Like, you know, at first I thought about doing it if I do it in another city, take the concept. But more so it's like if I open up another store, period, it'd be more of a boutique feel to it, um, aesthetic to it, because I don't like to be boxed in. Okay. And it's like, you know, with me, even with my first joint, it was more of a conceptual thing. So to a certain extent, I was boxed in. Um, where I'm going now, there's no boxing there. I'm not just, I'm just not an entrepreneur. I'm just not a hustler. I'm not just a this and that, but I'm also a fashionable guy. I love fashion. I love the culture of fashion. I love it so with a boutique, boutique it allows me to still have whatever brand that's mine in there, but it also allows me to have other brands or but also things that, that's not a brand. It's just fashionable Stuff okay that you can't go get any and everywhere, and that's more of the element the feel I want to bring this time around, and that was previously you know there. So, yeah, just working in the background,
0: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check in with you and get me like a trucker hat or something just to sport around for the summer.
1: Yeah, we got, Like I said, we got the everybody eats i Some kind of, you know, everybody eats is, is 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 not gonna is not the centerpiece. You know, it's not the centerpiece. It's a byproduct of something greater than uh, apparel okay. products. Uh, but the, the the apparel is just 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 an extension of something greater than. You know, everybody eats is a real thing for me. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's just a service service you know work non for profits and things of that nature that's the you know, goal for that uh, but Demiurge is the brand it's the head brand you know Demiurge clothing Company that's another brand of, um, uh, that I've introducing. that's the store that's the you know everything's up under Demiurge is you know Anybody know what that word would mean or look it up? Demiurge is uh, a being responsible for the creation of the universe. Mm. So That says a lot. Basically God. You know what I mean? And Anything I do is always going to be a spiritual undertone to it. It's always rooted in spirituality. It's always rooted in what I feel about myself, what I feel about um, my creator. In the connection between us two, so you're gonna always get that from anything I produce. You know what I mean? And Demiurge is is, is more of a, um, it's not heavily a streetwear brand. It's it's more so. It's gonna it's the marriage between the blend, of perfect balance between streetwear and upscale. Kind of like what Sean John did back in the day, where he had the velour. Jogging suits and the tees and the jeans and the hats and stuff, but then you also had the, the the purple label type of you know uh, when you want to go put on the suit, mm-hmm. you had you can go get that too. Well, you want to put on get casual, you know, you're gonna get that too. You're gonna get like the Ralph Lauren from Demiurge. You're gonna get the Gap, you know, the J. Crew and uh, American Eagle type of stuff. You know, well, you're gonna get your diversity in that. It's not going to be such a urban brand. I'm not on it. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. That's, and that's pretty much what I got going, man. I'm have some other things going beyond that. But right now, that's what my focus is.
0: Do you ever heard of a young lady named Ver- Veronica Kelly?
1: Uh, no, not her name, but what she's connected to.
0: She has her own... Um... I don't know, do I say chop shop or a tailoring shop where she makes her own, she can make her own clothing and everything like that. So that may be a person you want to get in contact with.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm always open for, you know, forming more alliances and um, resources, adding more resources, you know, and, and, and collaborations and things of that nature.
0: Yeah, she has a... Um, I don't know what to call it, but it's called, low. I think it's a logo and it says black CEO on it. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I was like, have you ever thought about putting that on polos, like creating your own polos since you already know how to cut and sew and do all that yourself? Mm-hmm. And she said, that sounds like a good idea. And I told her, send me, send me one in, in royal blue with like some pink writing and, mm-hmm. and we'll kick it off like that. So um, yeah.
1: Think, uh, also, I'm gonna take. I want to take this time too, man. Like to, uh, before we get off, um, to publicly, you know what I mean. Just give thanks to you. You know, you and Dante from the last interview you guys had. You know what I mean. Um, and, and my name was brought up and spoke so highly up. Uh, I want to thank you guys. That meant the world to me. Uh, that type of you know offering and Thanksgiving is priceless. You know, you can't put nothing. That means the well, world that's that's a keepsake. You know it's monumental for me. You know yes sir.
0: It's all uh Jim like we we were having a genuine conversation and 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 he he was he mentioned it and he was like, you know, this is how I got my start. You know, he's like I, I wouldn't have like he said in the interview, I think he said I wouldn't have had the confidence to do it as on the level that I'm doing it now, if Jimmy wouldn't have gave me my start. So, um, and for me, it was just a, a reassurance and the confirmation of it. Like if he didn't believe you ain't have nothing, he would have never done it. So,
1: 100%.
0: you know, it, it was just knowing that you, you saw in him and a product that was worth giving him some light and some shine. So, you know, it's that's, it,
1: that's the expansion of his, you know, enlarging his territory. That's all. Like, mm-hmm. He was who he was before he got here. You know what I mean? He was who he was before he arrived on my, you know, on my radar. But um, I knew that his his territory could be, you know, could stand some enlargement. Like, man, when you see a great product, it's like, okay, I don't see that out here. You know what I mean? We need to, we need to get that 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 out here and um, you know. And like he said, it was it was it was unfamiliar territory, you know, for him. Where he was a little, you know, scared for a minute, like you know, damn. And then, like he said, that day, the way that day played out, it did rain heavy that day. Mm. But I always knew because this wasn't my first time, you know. You're gonna have days never go as perfectly as you want them to go, have a plan. But if you can stick it out, man, God show show His face. You know what I mean? And change that whole trajectory of what you thought it was gonna end up being. And that's what he experienced. You know, it was pouring down rain. I have the video of the whole thing. And you know, he, he was there and he was set up and he was just looked defeated a little bit in the first. So time. it was it was
0: really like storming that
1: day. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It rained. Wow. You came away from like Lake County, you know, and you know, his very first one. I didn't talked him into doing it and everything and gave him the confidence to just like, yo, just just do it, bro. You know, I got you. And if rain and, you know, when you see that, it's like, damn, you know, you know, people, you think of yourself first. You're like, yo, if, if, if it's pouring down rain and the chances of me making it to somebody's stuff ain't going to happen. Right. So he's thinking from that perspective. And once that rain starts clearing up a little bit, people start coming in. Coming in, then hour by hour, like you said, before you know it, that joker was packed out. Mm-hmm. And they were buying, buying, buying. Then he had that feeling of what I was trying to um, give him, you know, which is for the next four to five hours, this is your story. And it's going to show you if you're ready for this or not, you know, and once he sent it. It's like, yo, this is this is it, man. People messing with him, they buy stuff. His people coming, my people coming, whoever just coming through and they support. And mm-hmm. it felt like it was a story. So he knew what the feel was and it, it played out exactly how I wanted to play out that. After that, once he knew what that felt like, now he can go get his own. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. You know? I did that for a few people, man. You know, I do that. I did that for a few people just so they know what it feels like, and they'll know if this is for them or not for them. But this is like, this is like, um, I'm I, I do this because you everybody's not gonna do it for you for one, and you and you'll never know how it feels if you have to just go open up your own first. So it's like this. It's like. Just like a safety net for you, that for four hours you know how it feels. I take all my stuff down. You set all yours up in this your store. You know how I feel. Now after that, it's on you what you do with that. Yeah, yeah. But somebody had to give you. Somebody had to provide the opportunities.
0: Yeah. Well, you you, you gave it to him. He has been shining mm-hmm. since, man.
1: Yeah, I tell you, he's a great guy. Man. He's. A, um, He's a, he's a great guy. He's a humble guy. I mean, I, I, I love his, his 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 humbleness. You know, I, I I love that. You know, and that's what that's what attracted to me, attracted me to him. It's not just the clothes, it's just his his humbleness and what he does. You know, I'm um, I mean, like I said, I'm a very very spiritual guy. So everything I've done from <clears throat> that 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 I've been connected to through my own um, brain. Always had a spiritual undertone to it, so even with his thing, I think some of the same things that he was connected to, you know, um, a fresh culture, streetwear dipped in faith. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's like I just this when you when, when somebody chooses to put that ahead and to represent their brand to say a tagline like that. You're giving glory back to God, your creator, first and foremost. But you, you also like, it speaks volume about your character. You see what I'm saying? Yes. It shows that that means something to you. That, that you tag that to your brand and you want to be represented like that. that means something. So it says a lot about who you are as an individual already. Absolutely. And I buy into that. You know, and I'm looking like I'm about to, like I say, re reopen, but I'm also looking at the I'm also, I'm not looking at nothing I've done already. I'm looking at what I haven't done and what I plan to do. And I'm looking at now who's the next person that can have an opportunity that can change their perception on, on, on how they're moving. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like who, you know. That, that person is gonna present himself and, and, and I'm, I'm always ready to, to give it to him, you know what I mean? And just assist. Him, you know? Like I said, I'm in a place in my life, I'm just really uh, being about service at this point. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's it, man. So when we open, of course you're gonna get the invite, you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, you know, We're gonna gonna do like we always do. Have a good time. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good
0: time, good food, good people. Yeah.
1: And and just the other thing I wanted to say before we get out publicly. You know, because we always talk behind the scenes, but you know, I want to say this, what you're doing right now, you know, continue to keep doing because like I told you before, whether you know it or not, you mean a lot to the culture. Um, taking this, this time out of your day, you know, um, after working all day, you know, and you, you and you think of people, and you place the call, and people get on, and they got time, they get on, and you highlight them, you shed light into their light, their personalities, the uh, the core of their being, their brands, and everything, and you 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 allow people to see them in so many different ways. You know what I mean, and that's that's not to be discounted in no way, man. Like that's that's a huge thing. You know, what I mean? and, and you got to keep doing this, keep it going, because same way I give people opportunities, this platform is giving so many opportunities for people to see um, who they are, other than, than you know what they've been viewed as, and. It's major, so keep keep doing what you're doing. And um, one small suggestion before I get off is I need you to, you know, I've never done this. I never told you like to interview somebody, but I think a good person you should like reach out to in the near future if you need to like talk to somebody or want to get a good story or a good, you know, um, you know, a person to interview that has a great story Seek out Bailey Ellis. All right. Uh, uh, Give me the info. I'll give the info over to you. Great story. Good guy. Um, Has done so much for so many. Responsible for so many brands in Chicago. Behind so many. The art direction. The visualization. The content that's being created. For so many big brands in Chicago that people don't know about, you know. He just has a very introspective person too, you know, and he has a story and I always told him, you know, I was going to interview him or whatever, but uh, I was, I just want to, he has a story that needs to be told and he knows how to conduct himself. So I always wanted to see him in the interview, but also I always want to see him be interviewed by somebody that's willing to pull Stuff from him that the average person not going to do, okay. and I know that's you. You know what I mean. I just want to be a fan and sit back and just watch it. You know what okay. I mean. Okay. I know what's coming from both sides, both both parts. You know what I mean. Okay. And just sit back and watch it. So, continue blessings, my brother. It's always love, man. Yes, sir, you know,
0: man. Always love. I appreciate it, Jim. I think that's it, everybody. Uh, I'm going to end it as I usually do. Remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in a driver's seat if it's taken. We are done here.